Restaurant owners are told all the time that you need to work more on your business and less in your business. But how do you do that when you're so busy running the restaurant? Want to know a secret? Restaurant success isn't rocket science, it's people science. Donald Burns, the restaurant coach, has helped over 2,300 independent restaurants over the past 13 years make more money while working less in their business. His signature 3P framework and coaching systems are designed to get you results that work with your schedule. The action plan is easy to follow, and you get one-on-one -on -one support from the restaurant coach personally. If you ever felt deep down that your restaurant could be better, make more, and still give you your life back, then it's time to talk about restaurant coaching. Warning, restaurant coaching is not right for every restaurant. Side effects of restaurant coaching include increased profits, better staff, happier guests, stronger brand identity, reduced stress, improved relationships, and quality sleep. Talk to the restaurant coach to see if coaching is right for you. Loading in Welcome to the Restaurant Coach Podcast. It's the cure for the common restaurant. Expert interviews, tools, and tips to get you the restaurant you know it can be. Now, here is your host, Donald Burns, the Restaurant Coach. And welcome to the Restaurant Coach Podcast. It is the cure for the common restaurant. Oh, labor issues, people quitting by text, dogs and cats living together. I'm telling you, it's crazy out there. So what is a restaurant owner or operator to do? Well, you could start with any of my books from the Your Restaurant Sucks trilogy. I do want to take a moment to say thank you so much for making all three books bestsellers in the restaurant and food industry category on Amazon. I cannot thank you enough. And you can pick up the Kindle paperback or hardcover editions of Your Restaurant Sucks. Your Restaurant Still Sucks. And my latest book, Your Restaurant Culture Sucks, over at Amazon. And for those that like the audiobook version, the first two are available now at Audible and on iTunes. And the third book, Your Restaurant Culture Sucks, will be available in audiobook format early in October. Now, that's all taken care of. Let's talk about why your restaurant and why your turnover has your restaurant running you. Uh, let's see. How do I say this? And don't take this the wrong way, but... Your training probably sucks. Okay, well, you actually could take that the wrong way. And you could say, ah, you know what? Screw this. I'm out. And stop listening. Or you could really just kind of hunker down and say, hey, you know what? Maybe maybe this coach might be onto something and that you should hear him out. If you're still here, all right, that's a good idea. That's a good sign. And that means you are dedicated to getting the restaurant life you want. So let's dig in. Training... <clears throat> Training is often considered a part-time or worse, a one-time job that is done when a new employee joins a team. We spend a few hours and days with the new team member, expecting them to be like, you know, these bears of the standards. And then we end up firing them for not doing what we had explained during that brief window of training. Most restaurant training programs, if you can even call them a training program, are really truly setting people up for failure. Then we sit back, and when they don't work out, we start talking some shit like, you know, oh, there's no good people out there. Uh, you know, they just weren't a good fit for my uh, for my restaurant. Uh, you know, these kids today, they just don't want to work. Or my favorite, you know, if I want anything done right, I have to do it myself. Yes, my friend, your training sucks big time. 
So what is a leader to do? First, you have to admit that you don't really have a training problem. You have a culture problem. Hence why I wrote that whole new book about your restaurant culture sucks. The culture problems change when you step up to be the leader that they desire and also the leader they deserve. You know, this you're not gonna you're not gonna like this next thing I'm gonna tell you. It all starts with changing yourself. I know, I know, I know, I know. It would be so much easier if everyone else around us would change, but that's not how life really goes. Okay. I want you to consider for a moment how hard it is to change yourself. And just look back at all those damn New Year's resolutions that you didn't follow through with. And you're finally going to see what little chance you have of changing other people. I had a call the other day with a, with a member of my private coaching group. And, and this person was so adamant that they could change another person. I'm like, oh my God, you have the hardest enough time just changing yourself. And you think you're going to focus your energy. And by the sh- sheer act of willpower alone... You're going to morph this person into the version. You're going to mold them like a piece of clay into the version you want them to be. It is not going to happen. It is not going to happen. The odds are not in your favor. So if changing another person is not an option, what is your option? Hmm. How about we change the culture? Because this is the one thing that you have total control over as a leader, and that is the culture of your restaurant. Now, unlike you know personality of people, your culture is just it's more like a like it's more like a river and that river it really adapts to what you feed it just like a river does you know a river can be just a little trickle or when the heavy rains come down it can turn into like a raging powerhouse water in a river is energy it's energy that drives your culture hashtag write this shit down that energy comes from you so What are you doing to set the example and become a better leader? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you reading new books, blogs, listening to audiobooks? Are you taking any online courses? Have you gotten a mentor or perhaps a coach? Are you eating better? Are you getting that anger issue under control? Change yourself, and I'm telling you, and I promise you, your culture will immediately start to shift. Now, will it be as fast as you want? No, of course not. (laughs) It never is. However, most things never change as fast as we want them to. It's just how life is. If your culture has been out of control for some time, it's going to take about half that time just to get it back on track. You know, so like, let's, for an example, let's say your culture has been like the wild, wild west for the last year. You know, and you're going to need to put in a consistent, and I'm talking very consistent, steady six months just to get it going in the right direction. That's just how it goes. Your culture and your restaurant is going to get away from you from time to time. And when that does, you need to strap in and you need to hold on tight for a road to recovery and a long road to recovery. And how do we do that? Number one, I want you to purge the vampires. What do I mean by purge of vampires? You know they're out there. You know they're in your restaurant. I'll bet you money right now that you've got one or two lurking around in the shadows of your restaurant. Those are those negative energy vampires that prey on positive energy and suck the life out of you, your team, 
and your guest. And, and you can spot these negative energy vampires pretty easy. They use sarcasm. They use these snide little comments as kind of a weapon to bring the energy level down. And here's the sad thing. Some might be a few of your key people that you've had in your restaurant for a while. The really scary thing is that some might even be your family and your friends. These people are really just pessimists. That they don't want to see the world as a better place. They just really want to see the world limp along and they actually just enjoy the misery. It's kind of like this perpetual dark cloud that just follows them around all day. They want to bring those around them down to their level. Misery does love company. So it's time you stop tolerating them in your restaurant. And also, if you had my personal opinion, stop tolerating them in your life too. I recently had a client who had a Nev, and I called Nevs. A, Nevs are, a Nev is a basically a negative energy vampire. And here's the sad thing. It was, it, it was this person's chef. And as talented as this guy was, he was, I mean, he was really a black plague upon the morale and energy of the kitchen. And then what happened is that spilled over to other members of the service team, and they were afraid to go back in the kitchen and ask him simple, just really simple questions or even relay special requests from a guest. Hashtag write this shit down. Fear destroys teams, and it is the death to your culture. Now, was the owner excited about getting rid of his chef, who'd been with him for over a year and helped him open up the restaurant? Oh, hell no. But the conversation turned when I told him one thing. And it was one thing, and he just really sat down. After I said this to him, he sat down, and he really, I mean, his, he Kind of got this surprised look on his face, got a little anger, <laughs> and then he got this realization that I was right. This is the statement I said to him. I said, you can't control your restaurant until you control your culture. That light bulb just kind of clicked in his head, and he finally knew what he had to do. If, Especially if he ever wanted his restaurant to thrive and not just kind of limp along like it had been. You got to eliminate the nevs, the negative energy vampires from your culture. Now, was this guy scared? Yeah. Hell yeah. Was he worried about not finding another chef that was talented? Yeah. But did he take action in spite of fear? Yeah. Here's another thing. Whenever you have to get rid of someone, you're going to have this doom kind of doom philosophy in your head that it's always going to be, you know, if I, if I fire that person, I'm never going to get my life back. I'm going to be stuck in my restaurant all the time. You never want to do that. And I'm going to give you a real life scenario. When I opened my first restaurant, before I had my business coach, I had a Nev in my restaurant. This guy was my prep cook, my opener, and he made my life easy. I mean, because he got there early, opened the restaurant up, took in orders, you know, put the orders away, started to prep and stuff like that. But the downside was he was such a negative energy vampire that he just was like, he was such a miserable, grouchy, just fucking jerk. And he just like pissed off the service team. He pissed off the other people I had on the team. And I hated to say this, but... When I walked in the back door, when I came in after, you know, I got some time in the morning with my kids, when I got to the restaurant, I was on eggshells, just kind of holding my breath to see what kind of mood he was in. If he was in a great mood, man, it was going to be a great day. If he was in a crap mood, man, it was going to be a crappy day. And then my business coach told me, he's like, you should never feel uncomfortable in your own business. And he was so right. 
And it was just fear. I thought if I got rid of the guy, I'd be stuck opening forever. For the rest of the days, I'd be opening the restaurant forever. I'd lose my time with my kids in the morning. Uh, my life would just go back to the, you know, the rising grind kind of lifestyle when you first open a restaurant. But I didn't understand that it was just a temporary thing. And what happened was an amazing, kind of amazing kind of thing really, really came to, 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 came to life was that I did. I started going back to the restaurant, started opening place, but I started putting a lot more energy into recruiting the right person. And I found a guy who actually became, he actually he took over that job, rose up to my sous chef in that position. When I opened my second restaurant, he actually became my chef de cuisine and took over the whole culinary operations for me. So you never know. Don't be afraid to let go of the good to go for the great. Okay. And I'll tell you about fear because this is what happened to me. Fear, it never seems to turn out as bad as we think it would. <laughs> so that client I had, he did find a new chef within just a few days, actually. And with a better selection process in place and the stuff we'd worked on, we upgraded his interview process. We started using more behavioral-based questions. We used core values. We used behavioral assessments. He really upgraded his culinary talent big time. Because that new chef shared some more core values and had that had a real optimistic attitude that was required to excel in that job. Things in the kitchen turned around rapidly, and then the service team, you know, dropped that perception about the you know the chef was a jerk. And they finally started liking the guy. They wanted to learn more about the food, and when they learned more about the food, they actually talked about the food more to the tables, which sold more food. And the guest experience scores just kind of just took off and rose through the roof. Another thing you need to be, especially for our culture, is your culture has to be hungry. Cultures that foster this kind of environment for learning always outperform those that train occasionally. Here's where culture really starts to grow exponentially. When people are hungry to learn and grow. Too many people look at training as a necessary evil. Right? They give them that same standard, you know, two to seven training program days. They give them maybe a th they throw them out a manual or a workbook. They throw them on a station or a section, and then they just hope they, you know, basically they say they're going to sink or swim. That's not a training system. That's a failed system. Giving people the minimum training or education just to do their job is why the system's broke. You set them up to fail, and then you wonder why it didn't work out. It's because you didn't train them to excel at their jobs. Instead, what you did is you gave them a few pointers. Again, maybe a, you know, a, a little written training manual that you downloaded from you know, restaurantowner.com. And then you have them follow around that, you know, that trainer for a couple days. And then you just cut them loose on your hard-earned guest. The word training needs to be replaced. If you really want to make I mean, strides in improving your culture, the word training has to be replaced with the word education. We need to develop our team to the point where they feel we have a vested interest in their personal growth. This means that you, as the primary energy source for the culture, you must be committed to learning as well. Why? Because that kind of hypocritical, you know, the hypocrite attitude of do as I say, don't do as I do. I'm telling you, it's a bunch of bullshit. It doesn't work with today's workforce. That's why we have this big, huge turnover. People do not want to work for a hypocrite. You need to up your game as a leader who sets the example. If you want to attract 
and retain staff today, I'm telling you right now, leadership and learning is the only way. Share books, share trade magazines, share blog posts, share audiobooks, share, I mean, there's tons of things you can share with people. Let them see that you want to become a better leader by the way you are obsessed with learning. Here's the thing I want you to remember. Hashtag write this down. You don't lead a horse to water and then hope it drinks. You lead a horse to water and you want to make it thirsty. You don't train your team just to train them. You train them to be thirsty for knowledge. Once you start shifting from a training culture, which 60% of all restaurants have, once you shift from a training culture to a learning culture, you see some really spectacular benefits. You're going to see stuff like um, reduced turnover, fewer staff calling in, increased energy, better guest uh, reviews, better scores, better reviews on, on Yelp, and all, the, all, the, all those, those uh, review sites. You're going to see fewer mistakes in your restaurant. And here's the thing I really think you're going to be impressed by. You're actually going to see a lot increased profits. Culture is a foundational element to any successful brand. Culture is either created by design or by default. You always want to have a say in the development of your culture. And it all starts with becoming a better person and a better leader. Culture flows down. It does not flow up. And it always always, always, always starts with you, my friend. Thanks for listening to the Restaurant Coach Podcast with Donald Burns. Tune in next time as we serve up more ways to maximize your potential. Visit our website at www.therestaurantcoach.com or download episodes at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. Hey, if you're still here, hold on. If you're serious about making more money while working less in your restaurant, then I have an event for you. The Restaurant Success Summit is the must-attend event for any independent owner or operator looking to take their business to the next level. It is my three-day kind of immersive workshop experience that features myself and seven other world-class industry experts. And we're gonna, sh- we're, I'm gonna, we're gonna show you everything about how to improve your mindset, leadership skills, your digital game, local marketing, how to build your brand, what, how to use SMS marketing to increase sales, menu design, pricing strategies, and even time management. This summit, I'm telling you, it is my go-to event. It's held every October. This year, it's going to be October 24th, 25th, 26th in Scottsdale, Arizona. If you want to grab a seat, do it now. It's a small event. I only have 50 seats available. Go to restaurantsuccesssummit.com and grab your ticket today.